Welcome, everybody, to My Dumb Friends. We are here in Los Angeles with the hilarious, and you know him from the goddamn Comedy Jam, Josh Adam Myers, everybody. My friends, family members. It's so nice to be here. It's good to see you, too. In Uh, the outskirts of Little Armenia. And We are. And in in New York City, uh, Sean Donnelly is there. Hello, everybody. And, uh, Sean, I'm glad to see your voices come back. Hear your voices come back. It is. It's coming back for the most part, yeah. Why would you? How did you lose it? Because I've been dealing with nodules on my vocal cords since uh, I came back from Montreal. I haven't been able to, like, it's either I do a show and I go home or I just stay in all well, night. Well, Sean yells at Newsies. That's how it happens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's from me being on, it's from me doing weekends and doing, like, five shows in a row and yelling like an idiot. And then this ain't long, 50 Shades of Grey sex. This is Angela Dash's This is crazy. Oh, well, no, I, wish, I wish I knew a joke of Josh's. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. You just roasted him. Your one fan compliments you, <laughs> I love and you roast him, you Irish piece of well, shit. No, dude, the greatest. This is how I'm, I met Sean. I met yeah. Sean uh, in New York. Wait a at, second. Tom's here, too. What's up? Hi. Hi, Tom. Right. I love you, by the way, Tom. You're my favorite person of this whole show. I think I'm the only person that's ever come on that's actually a huge fan of, of the, the show. Sh- I yeah, love absolutely. this fucking podcast. <laughs> Thank because, you. Because Thanks. of your reference back. Sean, you add nothing to it except your voice. <laughs> it's all Dan. Oh, Josh it's- Adam Myers did a 180 on Donnelly. <laughs> no, Donnelly, it's- do you have a response to that? <laughs> I love uh, you, Sean. I love you no, so no, much. No, no, I'm okay. Thank you. No, oh, that's, that's the worst kind of response. And he's so like, yeah, sorry. it's not worth it. You can sorry. hear him going, it's not worth it's, it. It's just my voice makes everything sound really mean. So, I mean, I'm, I meant, I love you. Like, I, the first time I met you, you. I was with Taylor Ketchum at Gotham, and he was like, "You got to meet Sean. He's the, he's like the nicest dude you're ever gonna meet. He's mm-hmm. helped my career just like you you helped him. Uh, Who's you, you helped Taylor Ketchum? Oh right, yeah. Um, he's doing so great now. <laughs> <laughs> I helped Taylor out so much. He went from uh, stealing Pert Plus bottles to Herbal Essence bottles. That's how well. Um, but then then we we did New Faces together, and we were on the same first showcase uh, in Montreal. And mm-hmm. you, your mic cut out on like a huge punchline. Josh, are you bringing up like the worst? No, but I that was like. Hey, Josh, but, well, Josh, it was really great having you on the show, man. <laughs> I, I don't know if you knew so this, much. but uh, Sean's dad died too. Let's just get it all out there. Follow me at yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so sorry. I was. You're the to worst give you a fan ever, Josh. <laughs> I was trying to give. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Finish I was what you were trying saying. to give you a compliment <laughs> because you crushed. And I just oh, remember no. you did so well, and you were like, oh, you you no. were super funny. And then I fucking I remember you came out of the dressing room, but you were just like, who the fuck gives a shitty mic on one of the biggest <laughs> showcases of our life? No, that's, that's my best. That's not what I did, but that's okay. I bet it was close to that. I don't. It no, was it wasn't. What I did was I started to get mad, and then the lady who ran the show goes, "How was the show?" I go, "What?" And I was about to yell, and I went, and I remember hearing stories about people blowing up before, so I went. It was good. It was totally cool. It was fine. Everything was cool. It was totally good. <laughs> All right. I just got to interrupt the show. I noticed something smelled really bad. And I just, I mean, I just looked out of my shoe and I just stepped in a cartoonish amount of shit before I got in here. <laughs> There's so much. There's so much shit. There's so much shit. On, I, it on is, his new balance. I'm like, I thought I washed my balls. <laughs> what is that? Oh Aaron, God. I'm so sorry. I don't think I got any of it. I didn't think Did I, I cleaned it? my oh, flashlight or something. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, my oh. God. It's so much shit. This is disgusting. How did you not realize that walking in? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I got, like, I was nervous about being on top. I'm literally cleaning shit off a shoe right now. No. <laughs> We've all been there, Dan. Throw it away. Dude, I, is this a, Aaron, how much shit is this to give an impartial? Aaron, how much shit are we talking about? That's a lot of shit. Yeah, thank you. Oh, oh my, my god, god. So much. Jesus Christ. There's so much shit. This is awful. Dude, there's so much shit on this thing. <laughs> Where did you step in dog shit? Well, outside the studio? I guess right outside the studio. I hope I didn't step on it during work and I was just walking around at work with shit on my shoe. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I'm the head writer. I need to. <laughs> if you get demoted tomorrow, you'll know that's why. <laughs> Oh, I think, we gotta, think we gotta let Dan go. He's this his, awful. His, his appearance is just How, really starting to smell around here. He's not smell. Up oh, on this is awful. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, how was much? Have to chuck the shoe. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Ch- 
What a fucking. Oh my God, I'm fucking crying. That is a, uh, there's, there's so just much the worst. shit. And Does that mean you just track shit all in the <laughs> This is how much shit there is. Al Madrigal just gonna... gave me another paper towel to hold the shitty paper towel. <laughs> oh, no. There are two levels oh, of paper God. towel. Dude, Al Madrigal's going to walk in here and be so pissed off with the shit smell. Like, yeah, yeah. Why is there shit in my fucking studio? That's why we pay for this place. Have you ever shit your pants, Josh? Oh, my God, so many times. Um, uh, <laughs> on, on Because uh, you did a lot of... Um, Thank you. You did a lot of uh, you've done a lot of opiates, so it's like you you stole you you like hold up shit for a couple days, right? Oh and then god, I'm... there was um, one time I didn't shit for uh, I think it was seven days. Yeah, this was but this was like at the height of it, and so I started taking stool softeners. Uh, but it, it's it was more I shit more when I drank and did cocaine. Yeah, when I drank and did coke, I yeah. I, I would because what I would do is I do coke all night. Yeah, that makes night. complete sense though. But yeah, well, but it was opiates is like that's where you held up, and then when you shit, it's just like a monster shit. Yeah, but the like I would always see. Here's the thing: is like when I would detox, if when I got sober, if I detox, I always made sure I was at home yeah. for a few days. So if I had to shit, it would just I'd just be at my home toilet. It's not like I'd be out doing stuff because when I it, the amount of opiates that I took, it was like. In so there's a lot. Detox. How are you doing with that now? Are you okay? Oh, I'm great. You're good. I'm I'm great now. Uh, what's but... what's the most like? Op- <laughs> he's, like I'm, he's like I'm great. I'm on them right now. It's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I actually drove what's by the most my dealer. Opiate esque thing you've done. Like what's the uh, most opiate thing you've done? Well, I mean, I've. I'll give you a way that this is a funny story about how I used to get them out yeah. here in L.A. Before they changed the rules, you could call in prescriptions, faking yourself as a doctor. Real? So I would. <laughs> so what I would. What year was that? Well, because here's the deal. I had a dealer in downtown LA, right? Like, uh, but it was expensive. It was Did like, you just get the dealer to do it? Uh. No, no, no. I, well, I, yeah. Here's how I figured this out because I dated this girl who worked for a doctor's office and she would call in prescriptions yeah. for like people that she was friends with to pick up like Norcos, which are just like Vicodin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so when she said that's that, on I. That's on Netflix, that's not right now. What? Wait, what did you say? Wow. What was the joke? Oh, I want to hear it I now. Said it's also a Netflix show that's out right now. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, oh, that's <laughs> that's narco. That's, that's you know narco. That's this I mean, is I'm narco. actually now I'm on Team Josh. Come on, that bad. I just picked the wrong time to say it. I love it. I love it when you do. That's the worst feeling where when you get when you deliver a shitty joke. And then you're in conversation, and somebody's like, "Well, what was that?" And then you realize you it was a it. shitty joke, and you have to like get it up. <laughs> you're like, oh, "I just," and then they like have that Sorry. moment. Where you're like, "Yeah, it was," uh, you know, you know, like that show Narcos on Netflix. And then there's, and then there, like, if it was, if it wasn't us, if it was somebody else, there would there would be like a pause, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah." Oh man, that's the worst feeling. Oh, that so too. anyway, so you're caught. You're Wait, caught up. This shit smell just hit. Did me. it? Yeah. Uh, I thought it got better. No, it just. Hit anyway, me. all right, go back to your drug story. Oh my god, that was intense. Um, so uh, this girl taught me how to do it. It was basically so you, if you go to a doc, because what I would do is I went from. I went from uh, buying them from a dealer, realizing that was too expensive. Then what I did was I went, because I had health insurance, yeah. I would go to doctors and fake, like, a back injury. I've done that, yeah. Yeah, and just be like, oh, my back's killing me. because, And then I'd be like, my insurance isn't that good. or uh, And they would like, well, we want to do x-rays. And I'd be like, well, I just need something now so I can go back to work. And they knew it was up or no. I, I mean, so, dude, one time a guy gave me, I just was so nice to this doctor, and he gave me... A uh, hundred uh, Vicodin prescription with two refills. Oh my god! And I ate those. I ate a hundred like within a week, and then Jesus. yeah, so I went through that in like three weeks. Um, Holy shit, dude! I was yeah. It was when I first moved to Los Angeles because you build up a tolerance. Like oh, it, it just. I mean, I I it, I honestly took like fourteen Vicodin and what in like eleven Vicodin in one day. This was not having done Vicodin forever, just because. I was like, God, these aren't hitting me like I want them to. Yeah, and and after a while, you want that like scratch, and you want to sit around yeah, and just yeah. kind of have that because it for me it doesn't make me like it doesn't not a downer. It literally just takes away. See, and this the I think the here's yeah. the main reason I liked opiates is because uh, I I had my first real real stand up show like at the Hollywood Improv. Yeah, right when I was getting into them and really starting to take them and. It took all that. I was probably like really three months into stand up. Right, right. And I already had an okay set. I had an okay, you know, 
five, six minutes. And yeah, yeah. And uh, Rita, the general manager at the improv, made the show. It's called like the best of the open mic, where she watched, used to watch the open mic and then put us all on stage. Yeah. And I was so nervous throughout that whole day because it was like me and Angelo Bowers and Yasser Lester and, and Byron Bowers and Gerard Carmichael, like right. all the guys I started with. So I wanted to do well. And so I was just taking a lot of opiates and everybody was bombing. And then I went up there just just fucked up and just like in that relaxed state with yeah, complete yeah. confidence and just crushed. And in my head, I had this, it, after something like that happens, you have this belief that you're like, well, I'm only funny if I'm high and yeah, that's yeah. how I'm at my best. Which for me can go one of two ways. It's either great or awful. So, you know, there's no other middle. So is that, so did you ever get caught when you were calling these pills in? Well, all right, so here's the story. Yeah. Okay, so. <clears throat> let me ask you this really quickly. Hold on one second. Yeah. So opiates, like, is it different? Is it, when you say opiates, is that one type of pill? Is that all different it's, types? It's, it's like, all encompassing. It's, it's all encompassing. Like, oxys would be considered opiates, but then also heroin okay. would be considered opiates. But so. I never did heroin. I did do, the, the, the strongest I've ever gotten to was fentanyl, which is basically what they give to people that are dying. Right. Like it's like a patch. It's a patch they well, put if, on you. If and that's true, we got to get some to Tom right now. <laughs> <Hello>? <laughs> Tom, oh, you just got to go to Harrisburg, oh, well, Pennsylvania. You guys missed it. It was just me. Uh, uh, then we'll get back to the story. <laughs> when I first got here, it was me and Sean. I wish you were here. It was me, Aaron, and Tom. And yeah. there was a point where Tom goes like, "One second, I uh, I got to get off my sweater." And then me and Aaron just listened to him getting off the sweater, and you could hear his whimpers like, oh, oh, we got to play that. If we do, we have that record. No, we don't have it recorded. Sean, it was the funniest thing I've like heard. Like literally, like it's dead silence in here. Oh. Like I've never heard, like I, I've never heard such, such like like give up us I've, in my in t Tom. It's the most exciting Tom, thing that happened to Tom all day. Tom, here can I? <laughs> Tom, to recreate this, can you put back on that sweater and then take it off? No, I can hear this. No, he's gonna be too. He's gonna be too conscious of it. Yeah. Was, he, was Aaron taping it? Unfortunately, he was, and he wasn't oh, recording. Always press record. Always. It, oh, it was amazing. <laughs> anyway, Josh, go back to your story. So, yeah, sorry. I want to hear him take this sweater off too. Actually, um, okay. so well, maybe <laughs> call me later. I would love to. All right. So I got good at it because uh, all you need is this back then. All you need was the doctor's DEA yeah. number and and just know how to phrase the prescription. Yeah. And the girl basically told me what to do. So the first time I did it, so nervous, I did it at a Walgreens right down the street from here. <clears throat> and it, as I walked in, I was completely like, I was thinking that either I'm gonna get pills or I'm going to jail. Yeah. And it worked. And then I just went crazy with it. And I started calling in every Rite Aid and every oh, every CVS and, and it was just going and going and going. And, and How then- How much jail time could you have gotten for that? I have no idea. I never yeah. even looked into it. I mean- Yeah, a lot. I, yeah, but yeah, I think it's more nice. like, it's more they would probably send me to like a rehab, rehab type thing. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I just no, wonder, I, well, the reason is because it would be weight. You know, it's different than you buying like three pills because then if they really wanted to fuck you, they could argue, well, you just got a hundred- Viking, you're probably just gonna go sell that because you don't. Oh need well, it. that's it's true. That's like with intent to uh, distribute or whatever. Right. Yeah, but I, I don't. You know what's funny? But here's the like, deal. What I want to know is this: like, this was. So you're saying this was only what, like six years ago or something? This is no. This is uh, this is eight years ago. Eight is right when I first moved to LA. So it's like the first. <clears throat> I moved here August of 2007. I was drinking and doing coke the first three months I was out here and then I stopped because I was just like, well, I just can't do it. Cause I was working for keeping up with the Kardashians, like the first two seasons. What were you like, doing on there? As a PA on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's and great. I, and I got busted uh, with cocaine in Cabo San Lucas <laughs> when we were shooting and I almost lost my job. This is actually you didn't get You didn't, Lose your job for well, no, getting caught with right. cocaine. So the first, it's so the Hollywood, whole, Dan. so the whole first season, the whole first season I worked on the oh, show. Oh, thank you, Sean. All Sean, I, <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but Sean's the Perez Hilton of Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, the whole first season, I, I got hired, and when I, I was sober because I got, I got DUI probably like a year before I moved out to LA, right? Yeah. And I was like, that was my third one, and I was like, I can't drink, and that was my last. That was it. I was like, I'm not, I don't want to drink anymore. I'm not a good drinker. 
So then I started dabbling in painkillers because I, I had gotten, I like hurt my neck and they, the doctor gave them to me and I realized yeah. I would have fun on them. It was like, wow, I could talk to girls easier. Everything yeah. was great. Like, and then I moved out to LA and immediately I started drinking and doing coke because the guys I was staying with were, and they were all like big actors. Like, yeah. uh, you know, the guy that played this, you know, that was Khal Drago and is one of my one of my buddies and oh like, the guy who's he's married to like Lisa Lisa Bonet, Bonet yeah uh, you so met Lisa Bonet I have met her yes I've been to his house out in Topanga she she's, hot. Hey, who is gorgeous. that which guy is that Jason Momoa is is his name all you know the, the hit- guy he fucks uh, Cersei uh, from behind yeah like wait what like what show is this Game of Thrones. <laughs> Oh, I don't watch it. No, nah, family matters. <laughs> it's family matters, bro. He fucks, he fucks yeah. Cersei from behind. Fucks, well, what was that? The Golden Girls? Harriet Winslow. <laughs> oh, goddamn! <laughs> that was my offensive Harriet Winslow voice. Uh, so, uh, so that's that's okay. So I was friends with my cousin was friends with all these guys yeah. and they were all all of them are like very you know they're they're now successful actors all yeah. the dudes that were there but they all partied and I wanted to fit in so I started drinking and doing coke and then immediately I got hired for Buna Murray uh they make keeping up with the Kardashians and I just would like every night I work all day and then I drink and do coke at night and then I'd work all day and I'd drink so and do these coke guys do that every night. They, they, at the time, you know, here's the funny thing is that they kind of disowned me after a while because they were like, you know, well, he's really bad. Yeah, we can just do it once a week. We can do it once or twice a week. But I would just, my addictive personality was just like, I got to do it. I got to yeah. do it. I got to do it. So the whole season, like I, the first season, they were like, Josh, like, you know, you really, you know, we want to bring you back for the second season. We all love you, but you really party too much. So. We need if so we'll bring you back, but you can't drink or do coke. All right, so I'm like done, and so the second season starts, and I'm completely sober for like five days, and then they're like, "Well, we're gonna go to Cabo San Lucas with the girls and Adrian Grenier or whatever the fuck the guy's name is from yeah Entourage. from yeah from Entourage," and and uh, we get on the airplane, and it's like me and one of the lighting guys, and he leans over to me on the, on the airplane, he goes, "Hey man, you know there's coke." Everywhere in Mexico, and immediately I'm just like, "Fuck yeah, let's just yeah. have fun." I just turned into like an 18th century gold prospect. Well, they're very, they're very cat, they're very cat. I actually have that's a riff in my new joke, by the way. I use 18th century gold prep. Josh didn't know that, but I just want you to know I'm writing new material. <laughs> um, well, I have a, I have a riff, I have a thing on that in the joke as well, Dan. Oh uh, well, I, um, I think we also get rid of ours then. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that would be the wrong Done. century. Mine's though. out. Uh, so yeah, I mean, in Mexico, it is the mo- ca- cocaine is incredibly casual. That's what I hear. It's not. It's like weed in L.A. That's yeah, what I, hear. I. It was like it was, weed is harder to get in Mexico than coke. Is. I love. Dan, I love how you're talking about Mexico like it's Europe. Like they, <laughs> <laughs> you're like I hear they have a custom over there where where cocaine is not a big deal. <laughs> you know what? You really could make things that are like um, super. Uh, like you make th- like poor things if you make them sound super fancy. <laughs> Have you heard of an OTB? Well, it's somewhere you can go on Christmas Eve to spend time away from your family. Um, so anyway, you get you get off the plane in Cabo. I get off the plane in Cabo. We get to the resort we're staying at. I mean, this is like five star place. I mean, yeah. beautiful, right on the beach. The girls, the sisters hadn't come out yet. We went a day early to kind of set everything How up. How are they? Are they not, what are they, nice? Yeah. Kim's quiet. Uh, Courtney's a cunt. And <laughs> Chloe is one of the coolest girls you've ever met in your I life. I mean, let's face it. She's got to be. She's got, but no, but she's, I always thought she was one of the more attractive out of the three because Kim is like, she's just too fake looking to me. Yeah. Courtney was just such a, had a, such a horrible, like disgusting attitude that she's the hottest for me but yeah. yeah but but once you talk to her you you're just like that's you just turns you off mm. and then and then chloe just would party with everybody and knew everybody's name and was just yeah. cool as fuck and and i thought she was sexy too I, yeah. I, even now when she's like worked out i'm like now i really more want to fuck her yeah but back then i was like <clears throat> totally into her uh and then i used to actually babysit kendall and kylie that was like my main really? job on it and they were i mean they were super young and now to see them grow up, and one of them, Kendall, is still like, she's like a pretty girl. She's a model, like yeah. seems to be holding it together. And then the other one is literally turned into like a black woman. I mean, she's getting like dreadlocks. She's really? fucking. She's fucking Tyga, the rapper, and yeah. like it's just it just blows my mind just to see how that mom and it's all that mom. The mom is is fucking a cunt, man. Is she is she bad? We, she almost got me fired because I made a joke. Like, I went, we were shooting in Breckenridge, and I brought them food. 
I only bought food for Kim and Chris. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I walk into the into the house after I pick up the food, and it's Kim and Chris. They're in the kitchen, and I drop the food, and Kim's like, which one's my salad? I'm like, this one's right here. And she grabs it, and then there's one salad on the table, and Chris turns around. She goes, Josh, uh, where, which one's my salad? I'm like, well, Chris, think about it. Kim's eating that one. Yeah. Process of elimination, probably this one. And she just kind <laughs> of was like, all right, and then just walked away. And then she immediately went to the executive producer, and she's like, I really want you to fire that guy, Josh. Like, he thinks he's funny, cracking jokes, but when she, they're like, well, he wants to be a comic and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's just the way he is, and I don't think he meant anything by it. And I didn't, but just because of that, and then I never got along with her. But she did buy me a blanket for uh, Christmas because I had to work at Christmas, their Christmas party at their house <laughs> in Calabasas. Josh, nothing about this job sounds at all good. <laughs> It, it was it was horrible. It actually really was. The only horrible. thing that would have been worse is being like Puck's assistant. You know what I mean? <laughs> actually, no. To be honest, it doesn't sound as bad as you would think it would you think be. So? Yeah. Well, we, I mean, to be honest, when you first moved to Los Angeles and like in the first two days of shooting, uh, we went to Fred Siegel and yeah. and I mean, having never really met a lot of celebrities, I worked on a bunch of TV shows that shot in Baltimore. I worked on The Wire. Uh, I really? Worked on, yeah, I worked on The Wire for five seasons. I worked on uh, like all any. Did you movie. get to meet any of The Wire guys, dude? Uh, Michael Kenneth Williams is still a close friend. Which of one's mine. Michael Kenneth he's, Williams? Uh, he had the scar on his face. He's Omar. Omar, yeah. yeah. Actually, awesome. actually, here, I'll give you guys a story about him. We all we're all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is fine. all right. So Omar, that was my fucking dog. Like we yeah, yeah. We, we hung out good the first dude. dude, the coolest guy. Uh, not going to call out his sexuality about what I think he is or what I don't think he is, but he's a little. Josh, nobody a, asked you. I just want. Okay, <laughs> but I'm, but this is backing up the story yeah. that I'm about to tell you. Yeah. He was a little. I didn't know because he's a he's a classically trained dancer, right? Right, right. And uh, he, we worked on set together first season, and on the third season, um, we ran into each other at the supermarket, and I was like, dude, I was like, I'm working on the show again. He's like, yeah. I'm working on it, and I'm like, blah blah blah. So let's start hanging out, and he liked to drink. So we would start going out every night and, and when he wasn't yeah, shooting. Yeah. And one night I picked him up and it was like me, my roommate, Mike, uh, and then this girl who was a bartender at this place I used to go eat that had 25 cent wings that <clears throat> I was trying to fuck. And we all go to this bar and we're drinking and the girl was, she was like Baltimore trash, man. And I yeah. love, I love You trashy. love trashy girls. I love I love a nice Sophisto, but I mean, there's something about white trash. Like I love, I love. Sean, a white... what do you feel about Sophisto? <laughs> what? I, I, I never heard that. Before, yeah. <laughs> tra, tra, you love it. I, I do too. I you know what I'm saying? I just, I, love... I like a girl that, dude. The, the girls that are like trashier girls. I'm not yeah. saying that are like bad people. No. Just have a little lower middle class upbringing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Like the tailgate, you know, for the fucking Ravens game. It just, yeah, I just, there's yeah. something about, especially Baltimore trashy women. I love them. So this girl immediately uh, starts throwing vibes at me and starts like wanting to hook up with me at the bar we're at. And yeah. then we go to the bathroom. She starts giving me a, a blowjob. Whoa. And I'm like, all right, why? Well, I, I, I know, dude. I'm like, well, I got to take this girl home and fuck her. So luckily it was close to the closing time. So we jump in the car, me, Mike, uh, my roommate, Matt, and the girl. We go back to my apartment, uh, which was a row home in yeah. Baltimore, where I'm on the top floor. I take the girl upstairs, and we start hooking up. Uh, we're naked. Uh, body parts are out, and blah, 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 blah. Things are happening. And uh, she's giving me a blowjob, about to sit on me. And I look suddenly at my door, and there's Mike Williams <laughs> with oh. his shirt off, just, like, standing there in the door. And I'm like, Mike, what the fuck are you doing? And with the creepiest <laughs> look, he goes... Oh, my bad. <laughs> and he just starts closing the door, but his head's oh, like still staying dude, in the frame I, the whole time. Dude. And then he closes the door. And then I'm like, I fucked a girl. I come and, and everything's done. And I run downstairs. Dude, wait, one second. How great would it be like as he's doing, he goes, if you take a shot at the king, you best not miss. <laughs> but he basically, my roommate was like, what, why did you go up there? And why is your shirt off? And he was like, oh, man, I thought, uh, Thought he wanted to share, you know, and I'm, I like to watch if he didn't want me to share, so I just want to stay up there. And I'm like, that's the creepiest shit. And yet we still became, we're still close friends because of that. Oh, that's not, I mean, I, I first off, like, if this was your girlfriend, I think it was creepy, but you just, she's a 25 cent fucking 
hot wing blowjob in the bathroom girl. She I could was, I sympathize with Omar on this. Here's the funny thing is I actually tried to date the girl for like three months, and then it was just my roommates were like, dude, you got to get rid of this girl. Because you knew yeah. she was trashy. When one time I went to go to her house, she lived off of uh, fuck Reicherstown Road, like out in yeah. the county, and... Um, I I got lost going there, and she's like, "Here, talk to my dad." And my her dad's like, "All right." He's like, "What street are you on?" And I'm like, uh, "I'm on uh, I'm on Dunleavy." And he's like, "All right." He's like, "What strip club's that by?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like the Gold Club." He goes, "All right, I know exactly where you are." <laughs> he, goes, he goes, "All right, go past the Gold Club. There'll be another strip club about five blocks down called the Crazy Russian. Make a left there. Make a next right. What that with the third house on the left." Dude, that's a bit. Do you do that? I, I don't. No, I it's I it's. Yeah, it's, that's definitely a joke. It's you know it's 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 so funny like what I've been all the jokes I write now are all musically based because that's the direction of where I want to go, you know. Yeah, but I mean that, you could still Yeah, but I I it's funny is that cuz you know I don't have that the, like the only real comic I hang out with on a regular basis is Byron Bowers uh-huh. and uh cuz it's one of my best friends I've known him for years and He's been busy and I'm busy, so we get together maybe like once a week. And yeah. he doesn't, you know, if I say something, he he. I need that like that friend, like my buddy Angelo that passed away. He used to be the guy that was like, "Ooh, dude, write that's that the shit bit. down." Yeah, that's the yeah, bit. that's a bit. Because I don't when I get around comics, I don't just like want to start running. Like, see, do you what, know what, I'm what saying? me and Sean do? We go, "Is that a bit?" And then one of us pauses and we're like, "Yeah, it could be." <laughs> just to try it out. Try it out. Yeah, see, see how it goes. <laughs> Well, um, you were on, so you worked all five seasons on that show. Yeah, I did. I worked. Well, the, I was off uh, part time on the fourth season, and I play a crackhead in one episode. Um, the uh, it's called Hamsterdam in the third season. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you you will see me like like you barely will see me. You'll see a white guy. Walk I want to I want to check corner. it out. Yeah, it's like it's God, in Amsterdam. A, what, t- Sean, do you know that was the greatest show ever? What's up? You think it was the greatest show ever? It's the greatest show of all time. Really? You think so? Better yeah. than Breaking Bad. Bre- better than Breaking. Bad. I, I think it's completely. Yeah. I think they're 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 two totally different. Better shows. than Breaking. Yeah, better than Dude, different you can't shows, compare. Different. The, the Wire. David Simon. Like I just watched his new show. It's great. Uh, show, show me, me a hero. Awesome. I, I love Oscar Isaac. I yeah, think he's going to be. Was, I thought that was the best thing he's done since The Wire. Exactly. He did. Well, he's produced The Corner. Uh, I loved even Treme. I was still kind of like, eh, I'm I'm into it, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. I, it was at nothing like the depth of the wire. And then I think he also did, what did he do? He did Homicide, which is he one did of my Generation favorite Kill Homicide, too. Yeah. Generation Kill. So everything he does is like. There's, you know, there's, I haven't talked to him in years, but I used to be friends with uh, Ziggy, that guy. With Ziggy, the guy uh, who plays you know Ziggy on second, second season? season from second season. Why? What's his name? Uh, I know him. He uh, fuck. I know exactly. Who you're I talking should about. know even even more. I'm blanking on the name, and I'm friends with him. So it's uh, it's uh, he he was just an Ian PJ Ed- Ranson. Okay, yes, yeah. Um, I uh, it, it was funny. Is the uh, I can't think of the guy's name. The black cop on the show, bald head, him and the white guy. Um, oh, Carver is on his name on the show. Yeah, Carver was the name on the show. His he was in Starship Troopers. Uh, as well, he was the guy. You, and trust me, I know I you forget Starship Troopers. Really, out of all I've the seen references, it, I've seen only one or once or twice. Uh, I, mean, I, I know be... Casper Deem is like the lead of that. Yeah, right? but but he plays one of the guys on that show, and uh, yeah. I I actually partied with that guy a lot. Um, yeah, I can't fucking think of his name for some fucking reason, but he's on uh, Walking Dead right now as the priest. Oh, is that, dude, oh, as the, pre- as oh, the priest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, okay. But he was on the. Well, wire. he's dead now, right? On Walking Dead, uh, I don't think no, so. No, I guess he's not. So, okay. Spoiler so. alert! Spoiler yeah, yeah, yeah. alert! Uh, I, uh, but I became cool with him. And actually, it was funny when I was uh, working at a strip club one night. Uh, he came in and just dropped like a couple thousand dollars, and then I was like, "Dude, he's like, don't you remember me?" And he's like, "Yeah, blah blah blah." And he invited me to set for Teen Wolf. Is he? Should he be spending a couple thousand dollars? He's making club? money, man. He's booking. I don't know, he's, but if he's he's a couple hundred dollars at a strip club. No, I've spent almost a thousand dollars at a strip club, and I'm like, fuck, you know, like yeah. His but, name's you're talking about Seth Gilliam, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Seth Gilliam. Thank you. I couldn't. I knew it. His name was on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't fucking think of it. He's great. Uh, I still keep in touch with Mike. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm constantly trying to get him to come to the comedy jam, but he mostly lives in New York, so it's it, right. it's just we a lot of it's just like. Uh, you know who I met at a, an audition was Hassan Johnson Weebay. Really? 
He was yeah, fucking he's cool. Really nice guy. He's a really cool guy. Um, uh, oh, Andre Royal was in my fucking web series. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Andre Royal was in your Very show. Very nice guy. Andre was cool. Everybody that worked on that show was cool because I think they realized they were doing something like they could be proud of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They knew. Like, I remember after watching the, the first episode, I was like, oh, this show's going to be the shit, dude. Yeah. It was just, it was so perfect and so real and really captured Baltimore. And I love yeah, Baltimore. It's, but people it's, get... it's, the, it's the best show ever. I Why, well, you don't think so, right, Dan? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that the best season of TV ever is Quantum season Leap four. season four. Yeah. <laughs> season, <laughs> I think the best season of the... Uh, here's the way I will get Like, the best season of the of a show is season four of The Wire. Best, best... Best season of a show. Uh, for me, the best moments ever in a show have got has got to be The Sopranos. And for me, the best, like, you can't, the most consistent show um, has got to be uh, Breaking, Bad. Breaking Bad. And then probably- I don't think there's one bad season of The Wire. The fifth season gets a little. I, left, I thought dude. that I thought the second season was a little when they, but the second season was close. so important to set up. I like the else second season that. a lot. The fifth season, I just get annoyed because they do the whole. Like saying the homeless were getting killed by a serial killer, which yeah. I understand what they did, but that felt like more of a plot for a screenwriting class than it did for that show. Sure, it felt a little out of the world for the show. It felt a little bit too gimmicky. It felt a little too like, um, like Gone Girl or that one that the other Affleck did, Casey Affleck, where the girl's missing. You know, it felt yeah. very, yeah. I don't know. Oh, Dan, you know we gotta ask Josh. What? Did you hang out with Idris Elba? I did. Oh. I did, and he was oh, there, and he was, yeah. the, and he yeah, was the nicest. That's Sean's man crush. And he was the <laughs> nicest dude you've ever met in your life, hands down. That's our, my, that's my, actually, no. Here's my dopest, uh, my dopest getting to know a, a, a superstar celebrity. Yeah, yeah. I worked on the invasion uh, that shot in Washington D.C., yeah, which, yeah. was which was, uh, it wasn't really that big, but it I was, uh, it was uh, this movie directed by Oliver Hirschbagel, and it was like basically invasion of the body snatchers with yeah, Nicole yeah. Kidman and Daniel Craig, and. Uh, on my third day of working at it, they were like, hey, go tell the person in the green Jaguar to move up a little bit. And I walk up there, and it's Daniel Craig in the car. Now, he wasn't James Bond yet. It was just announced that he was taking over the role. Yeah. Uh, but I was obsessed with him because of the From movie Layer, Layer Cake. Cake. Yeah. Like, Layer Cake was like my, when I, when I first started doing, really got heavy into cocaine, uh, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would stay out because On Demand was just created on Comcast Cable. So I would put layer cake on, and I would just blow lines of cocaine until like nine in the morning, Whoa. And, and I would, uh, and I would just go on MySpace because MySpace yeah. would just come out and just leave comments on people's pages in all caps because I was just like so coked up, like, hey man, I haven't hung out in a while, just blah blah blah. blah. I would just go off. So I, I was obsessed with that movie. I became super cool with Dan, and then uh, when we had the rap party. Nicole Kidman like hung out in the corner, would not talk to anybody. She was very nice when you had to interact she, with her. You know what? I understand that with her though, because she was so famous for so long. Yeah, and especially with all that Scientology shit, she's probably like so weary of everybody. But she was never a Scientologist. I know, but she married the fucking head of Scientology. Yeah, but uh, dude, I watched a therapist. Her dad's a famous dad, therapist and that's, in Australia, and that's why they broke them up. I've watched going. Who's clearer. been accused of a pedophile? Her dad was accused of like a pedophile child ring of knowing. Really? People. Yeah, but, but I, was that for but, real or was that like from a, Scientology? Scientology, Scientology yeah. thing. Oh, that's got to be Scientology. Yeah. Dude, after going clear, I just don't believe anything anymore. Right. I was so anyway, that, what about Danny Craig? We're getting off. All just I. So we had this rap party at this bar called Fletcher's, and everything was free. Food was free. Drinks were free. Yeah. I was getting. And this is one of the height of my drinking, man. So I'm just drinking. I'm doing coke. And Dan's just fucking playing pool with everybody. And he's like, when he loses, he, when he never loses, he's like, he's like, all right, who wants me next? He's like, who wants to play? And he's like, how about you, Josh? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And on the first, on his, like, on his rack, like the first thing, he hits the black ball in, the eight ball. So it's eight or the nine, whatever the yeah, one yeah, the black ball is that you lose. lose. And so I won. And so then he was like, all right, fuck it. He's like, dude, he's like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Just, he was just, he was just the coolest fucking yeah, guy, yeah. man. It was just one of those, like, and now seeing how big he's gotten, it's like, I don't keep in touch with him. I don't have his number. Nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. just being able to say I beat Daniel Craig in pool and got <laughs> hammered with him, and then I threw up in a bush and embarrassed myself in front of everybody. Yeah, that's yeah, don't, don't share the end part of that story. <laughs> yeah, not usually. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think if I had a cool interaction with a celebrity. Um, 
One time, me and Mario Lopez were. No, I don't. I don't, have, <laughs> I don't, I don't have. Yeah, I, I guess I have some if I thought about. It. I don't really. I don't get geeked out, and I'm very weird in that I get geeked out. I get geeked out about people who I was really into. Like, I got geeked. I get really just geeked out for wrestlers that I grew up on. But how are you beating them on a regular Pro basis? wrestling? No, I mean like I will run it. I remember it was like really tough for me when I met like captain lou albano like i met him like every other comic meets louis ck yeah. you know what i mean i was like i couldn't look at him <laughs> which just shows you like where i am as a person but <laughs> like brad pitt doesn't mean shit but captain lou do you mind if i just have one of your rubber bands from your goatee please yeah. although <laughs> i was saying this i i was in the waiting room with that ch the chick from the blurred lines videos and Emily Radish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I've never been around someone that beautiful. And it was just, it was hard to be in the room with her. You know what I mean? I don't see it. I honestly, oh, you're not, out of your mind. I really? do not see why she's so, I don't see her or Are Kate. you out of your fucking mind? I think she's mind. gorgeous. I think she's great. I think she's got great tits. Uh, I think, uh, I don't see it with her or who's the, who's the blonde chick that everybody loves. Kate, Kate Upton. I don't Kate, really see. I don't Kate see Upton. with Kate Upton. They're not the models of the the ones that I grew. Up. They're not. There's no Stephanie Seymour, Eva no, Angelista. Was unbelievable. The ones that we grew up with, Kathy Ireland. Those are the one. El McPherson. You're telling me they're hotter than El McPherson? I no. think that yes. I think that one chick. And we were Lauren Lines girl is. Is she's hotter than? I think you could make. Who's the second one you said? Uh, Seymour. It was you Stephanie can make Se an argument with Stephanie Seymour, I guess. But I really don't think I think that board wants chick is And they actually kind of look alike. So that's yeah. kinda you know. They kinda look alike. I'm just I, everybody talks about her and you I like get uh it. you get you bag some pretty pretty fuck I remember when I did goddamn comedy jam, there was some girl there with you who was like unbelievable. She was a stripper, I was, was, I was she? fucking yeah. She was like fifteen years younger. <laughs> I'm 35. She My was favorite thing is that Josh's voice matches his life. <laughs> God, I am yeah, dude, it's actually it's unbelievable. Guys, I should be dead. I should be dead. Unbelievable. That girl. She here's the thing, is like I worked at a strip club for a while until the career took off. Yeah. Um, and uh, I didn't fuck the girls because I made so much money. And if you fuck the girls, you'll fuck your money up. Cause it trust me, dude, they're strippers. Regardless if they seem normal, they're fucking crazy. They're all a little off. Yeah. This one, this girl had, to me, and what's funny is that you, because you complimenting her like you did, to me, that's the perfect body type that I like. Like little, small, cute titties, a nice, like, I love ass. As I've gotten What's her name again? Um, <laughs> you were going to give it? No, no, you don't. I'll know. give her a stripper name. Her stripper name was Courtney. Don't give her a name. <laughs> you stop. Her stripper name was Courtney. I just want to know what Facebook. Dude, they don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> Strippers don't listen to podcasts, dude. Kids supposed to look her up on Facebook. <laughs> They're Are all you studying. Me? Like half the well, porn stars, I guess, listen to podcasts. They don't. Strippers do not listen to podcasts. They're all too busy uh, studying forensics at like UCB Irvine or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so we we hung out. I, I the only uh, the only girls at this club that I worked in because I was making so much money. I only fucked like four girls over the three years I worked there because like, and they were all the hottest girls that worked there. Um, yeah. I've been very lucky. Like comedy's never. I've never. I haven't gotten laid because I'm funny. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. to be like arrogant, but it's like uh, I I just I don't know. Like Angela used to say, like I could just. Like I always dressed like I always dressed like I was in fucking Soundgarden, and I just yeah, you're a good-looking guy. I was like for I was a comic. It, you're a ten. Yeah, I mean you're about a seven, but yeah, you're a comic I'm, I'm a regular dude. I'm I'm a piece of shit though. But, but a comic, yeah, comic, you're good-looking for comic. But I've never know. had a problem meeting women. That's always been easy for me, um, especially since the comedy jam started. It was just uh -huh. the easiest way to seal the deal is just. And you're hey, seeing somebody? Are you still seeing that same girl that I talked to? Not that girl. No. Um, we actually, because what's funny was. Uh, when when we did that show together, yeah. uh, I actually was in the middle of a very intense relapse. Oh um, yeah, because I was having throat issues. I'd had throat issues on and off, and I still am having them, but it's it's all fine now. And so we uh, we did the show, and then we and her went out. Uh, we hooked up that night, and then we planned a date for like uh, I think it was like a week later. And we went out to Benihana, and I would leave the table like every like twenty minutes to go to the bathroom to crush up an oxy and snort it, and then come back out and be like, "All right, now the conversation's even better." Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. it was 
It was like it's extremely sad. Uh but we did fuck that night. I couldn't. I didn't get to come because oxys make me completely like yeah, numb flaccid. down there. Not flaccid, just numb. Does take away the sex drive a little bit, but I was. She's just so hot, and 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 that was it. And then, uh, she just. I think she kind of knew that I was high because like I started really getting bad for a moment. Like yeah. I'd go to work and I would just look pale and bags under my eyes. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then she just ended it. And um, what's the what's the grossest thing you've seen in a strip club? What's the most fucked up thing you've seen? <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, we did this party once at this club Rouge I used to work yeah. at, which was a um which was a shitty strip club. And out you were in a strip club DJ. I was, I was a strip club DJ. Um if you and, couldn't tell by his voice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh and it was just so we it was a slow place, and I mean I've I, this isn't the grossest, but this was the most shocking thing that right. I've ever seen. Which <laughs> just thinking about yeah. there was it was a Saturday day, and we always had this one mix, Mexican stripper that came in, yeah. barely spoke English, named Maria, and she was the sweetest girl you have ever met. She barely spoke English, but she would always be studying. Like so, I'd be like, "Oh, she's doing this just to pay for college or whatever, and maybe get her, you know, whatever degree so she can get a job," Uh-oh, and. Is- and uh, and as a DJ on a Saturday, they didn't because it was so slow. There would always be the manager, the DJ, and then the door guy that would have to work the entrance. So he yeah. couldn't go into the club to mark dances because usually you have a, a door guy walking around checking every room, marking the dances. Um, so the manager who was supposed to mark the dances was like, "Josh, I can't do this round. Would you mind going and checking on Maria? She's doing a dance with some guy." And Maria might have been like five foot three, right? Just she looked like Maria Crunchino Alonzo, like real small, like, <laughs> and just a, such a just such a cute girl. And I go into the fucking lap dance room, and she's just bent over a table, just being fucked by this oh. this Mexican dude that looks like uh, one of the like remember the overweight vampire from from Dust to Dawn, yeah, yeah, like yeah. just his heart stab, <laughs> just oh, six yeah. foot five. Just like he's just ka ka ka, and I mean her just sitting her seeing her face just like taking it like in this like Ugh. it was this she was sad. not enjoying it no and it was that was just that was the moment that like like I remember when I walked back and I told the manager I was like dude Maria's fucking back there and he goes well at least she tips good and I was like all right well I guess that's that's how it works so yeah, oh so they, people just fucked back there if they fought yeah there's dude every girl's got a hustle man every girl is. I mean, they're sucking. They're they're fucking. I used was to that get, weird? Like dating a stripper though, knowing she was probably fucking guys in the back. She, I don't think she was hot enough that I don't think she was doing that. Like maybe she let guys like touch her pussy or, yeah, or titties, yeah. but it wasn't a nude club. It was a it was a topless bar. So it was more like just with a topless bar. It's just get the guy drunk, you know what I mean? Hang out with him enough, and then just go back there and just dry hump him. Yeah, and she was hot, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like she was a very very attractive girl. You saw her, so saw you know, her. like that. It, it was. Some of those girls are some girls that can make money that way, and she had she had a good hustle. But there are other girls that you look at, you're like, you know, you see breaking bread at the end of the night that are like cashing out like seven, eight hundred dollars in ones or in chips. I could never, I could never work at a strip club because Why is that? I would just be like, the first day, I'd be like, Josh would give me advice and be like, whatever you do, don't do. And then the first day, I would have probably bought ten lap dances, so all my money would be gone. And I would probably just fuck another patron there. Like, just a fat girl came to get a lap dance. You would just have a coughing fit and get yeah. kicked out. <laughs> it's a horrible job. I hated it. Uh, I, I'm so lucky. I'm literally, I work one day a week right now. And, and you're working I, at the strip club? They're about to fire me. Well, anything. all this stuff's going on now with the wow, show. What's going on? Uh, oh, the, yeah. The, the show is taking off. The goddamn Comedy Jam is taking off. There's there's television offers out there with networks that I, I want. Like, yeah. not like we had sold it to CW a long time ago, and I was like, "Fucking CW!" Like, and yeah. it's so funny. This is how funny Hollywood is. Is that the production company and now, my is this manager? Be a series? Uh, if well, it's I can't announce it yet, but there's 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 a lot of it's either a series or event or whatever. Right, it's right. it's there's it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fucking great. But um, when we were with CW, everybody was. I was like, "Really, CW? They're so cheesy!" Like when that was our yeah. first pitch, and they bought it immediately. And they're like, no, dude, they're excited. And he's like, dude, it's a growing network. Like, my management is like, it's a growing network. It's going to be great for us. The second that CW dropped the show, 
every single person that that was like my, that's my team was like it never should have been on yeah, cw they were totally wrong that's for what it they do blah blah time. blah that's what they do all the time horrible man um so it, it's it's just now it's so it's so hard for me to go there because i I've, I've been you know it's hard to like go from like selling out six straight nights at the montreal comedy festival having all these write-ups about you being with a you know a huge agency that's sending you out for huge auditions. You doing all this yeah, stuff, yeah. and then you're getting yelled yeah, at. But Josh, you can't let any of that shit go to your head either. No, I don't. I mean, like, cause but I, you know, like I mean, I've had you know, like I've had like, oh man, this thing is gonna happen. And then it doesn't, and then we're and luckily I'm working now. But I mean, like sometimes it's just it's up and down. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, because and you start basing and just as it's come for me as like a guy who's and I wouldn't consider myself a sober guy, but I don't I don't drink. I don't do drugs right now anyway. Um, and I'm, I'm, I go, you know, I, I go to a meeting like once a week. But once you start positing like your self worth on that shit, you're fucked. You're completely no, fucked. You're right. I, but I, I, uh, it's, I mean, that, but that's it's, what I mean. But you're, but you're working at a writing job, right? So you're uh, in, you're still doing comedy. You're still yeah, working yeah, in that business. Yeah. I'm working well, yeah, with, no, I'm with, just uh, talking about, I understand. Uh, Listen, when I was like, when I was like a security guard and then I was like, you know, and I was just doing the thing, you know, just contributing for the onion and do, but doing the cool shoot shows mm-hmm. in New York. I had that, oh, I gotta get out of here. But then, I don't know. I just like every time that I've like put, it just sounds like every time I've gotten too, too like, oh, this is gonna, you know, and then all of a sudden, because something doesn't work out. And because you put your, or then it works out, you know what I mean? Either sure. way, do you, either way, whether it works or doesn't, sometimes you put your, your shit, your eggs in that basket. And, and then whether it, it does apart. well or not, because yeah. even if it goes well, there's gonna be shit with it. You know what For I mean? For sure. And then you're like, I gotta fucking. For sure. I, listen, I we, after you know. the CW deal fell apart, I realized yeah. not to get too excited. And even yeah, though yeah. we have all these offers from different networks now, and I know it's gonna go at one of them, right. I'm not excited yet until I'm getting that check and I know that it's been greenlit for pilot. You know what I mean? I yeah, like yeah. that's when I'll be happy. But uh, it's just hard to go from the high of you know. No, it being, sucks. being it the sucks star of being job. the star of Montreal and being one of the darlings of the festival this year, yeah, and then yeah. being yelled at by a stripper named Honey Dip because you played <laughs> the wrong fucking song for. To be fair, I'm disappointed <laughs> you said you're one of the darlings of the festival. <laughs> <laughs> you be ashamed of yourself. That you were a strip it club. felt no, yeah, I know that exactly. Darling of a festival. And then I had to clock <laughs> it in. It sounded like you were like Liberace's kept man when you say it. <laughs> Dude, at this uh, point, I would fucking do that. I'd get my chin I'd, done. And, uh, but but to be fair, I do believe Honey Dip was a new face. This this year, I believe, <laughs> or at least she was on unwrapped. Pretty <laughs> honey, Deb was on unwrapped. Unwrapped, um, but yeah. But before we, get, what's what's another? Because I feel like we touched a couple things, but like what's like? Because you had a couple stories for us, like the dumbest shit you've ever done. We touched. Uh, well, we touched, you were talking we about drugs. opiates. We talked oh, about we didn't opiates. Even get, we we get like, to that. We kept like averting that story. I, I want this is a funny story about drugs because yeah. I'm I'm sober now, or at least I'm sober-ish in the sense that I'm on Xanax. <laughs> this is gonna end of this with me just me and Josh just doing lines. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm on Xanax for my vocal cords. Doctor prescribed. I don't like Xanax, uh, but I'm not gonna lie to you. It's helped my throat and it's helped the recovery along with speech yeah. therapy and all the other stuff. So. Uh, but I've been sober and off painkillers for a minute now. Um, But this story is, what I used to do is I called in fake prescriptions, and I'm realizing that I could get caught. What I would do is I would use, uh, like, fake names to call it in because they never checked your ID. If you just gave them the birth date, the telephone number, and that, and they would give it to you. And I got real lazy with making up fake names, so I would just use, like, old baseball players' names. And one time... (laughs) One time I went into a Long's Pharmacy, a Long's Pharmacy on Ventura, right? And I'm, I show up there, and I'm waiting in line. It's packed, man. It's a huge line. Yeah. And there's this cute girl next to me, and I start talking to her. And we're flirting, and I can tell. I'm like, oh, this girl is in. Let me just grab my prescription. I'll get her number, and I'll be able to fuck this girl. And the guy's like, all right, whoever's next? And I go, oh, that's me. And then I immediately turn the acting mode on because I'm picking up 60 Vicodin. So I, I just started like holding my back, like, oh, like, and I walk slowly up to the booth. And the guy's like, what's your name? And I give him the fake name. And, uh, and then he immediately, like, his eyes kind of light up. And he just says, okay, I'll be right back. And big Armenian dude. And he, like, walks through the pharmacy. And he keeps, he ne- just never breaks eye contact with me. And he fucking comes back in front of, like, 30 people waiting in line. He goes, 
Attention, everyone in the pharmacy. <laughs> this man right here wrote in, called in a fake prescription for oh Vicodin. Oh, my God. If I ever see you in here again, Mr. Oral Hirschheiser, <laughs> I will have you arrested. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll go. <laughs> but I'll go. And I just looked at the girl, and she just like, uh-uh. And I was like, ah, fuck it. And I was like, you know, I was a World Series champion. 59 straight innings <laughs> without a hit, without a run. That's fucking hilarious. What's, what's, the, what's the worst? Because you've dated, like, all the stories you've told me are all these fucking unbelievable. What's the worst hookup you've ever, have you ever, like, Swum did it all then? Oh, yeah. 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 What's the I mean, worst hookup you've ever had? Dude, we've all, well, since I've stopped drinking, I think yeah. that's, I have a bit about how since I stopped drinking, I don't fuck grumplings, and I gave this name grumplin as, like, people you shouldn't fuck. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? It's just, it's really, a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not supposed to be a derogatory name or anything. That's yeah, just yeah. what I call it. It's just somebody you're like, why the fuck did I do that, is that man? Is that a Game of Thrones character again? <laughs> <Grumbling>? <laughs> it's more Grumbling. Harry Potter. Yeah, it sounds like more of like a Goosebump villain or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, let me let me think of like who is the nastiest piece of. Oh, uh, oh God, I don't even want to tell this. It's so gross. Well, tell us. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I went, I'm raised against the machine in Wu-Tang Clan. That's a great We're concert. about to go on tour together. Yeah. Two of my favorite bands. Give me an idea how long ago that was. Yeah, that yeah. was probably 1997, maybe right, 98. Right. And I, I was you a Ghostface Killer. <laughs> no, 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 not even. I wish it was. It was on that level. I fucked you, God. He's he's like on like three songs now. Um. I go to this camp out for the tickets because it was a it was gonna be a Meriwether Post Pavilion. Right. It was gonna be a huge concert. Everybody saying it was gonna sell out. Rage was at the height of like uh, incredible. One of my favorite bands. One, and one of the best live bands we've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I've seen him like twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we wait in line and we just start drinking. And there's these like group of like fat girls that are in line as well, kind of like fat yeah. hippie-ish type chicks, like you know jam band music type stuff. Um. And. I don't know what happens. I just start drinking and drinking, and I black out. Oh, God. This is so gross, oh, dude. Wait, wait, keep going. Just keep going? Yeah. I Next thing I know, I black out, and I wake up, and I'm eating one of the girl's pussies <laughs> behind a dumpster <laughs> of the of the Tower Records in Rockville, Maryland. <laughs> and the worst part is, is that I'm holding her bloody tampon oh. in my hand. Oh, God. You shouldn't have told this story. I know. Oh my god. I know. You, did you have blood all in your mouth? Oh my god. I don't even know what I looked like. I probably, oh I probably, looked, like, probably looked like Uma Thurman after she ripped that guy's face off oh. and killed Bill. Oh my god. Yeah, well, this is one once one time I relapsed. I think we've talked about it on the show. I don't know. Tom Tom Drop it. Let me know if we talked about this. You on have the show. a you have a tit for tat on that story? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I passed out and then I woke up like in a hooker's pussy. Like uh, my face. Was passed out in the pussy. Did we talk about that, Tom? <laughs> yeah, we did. Have you uh, gotten a lot of hookers in your Really? Um, I got a, uh, not a lot, but also uh, I, not a, I've never done this before amount, yeah. but not, not Charlie Sheen. I mean, I had some lonely times on the road. Of course. For sure. But I was also, it's, you know, like, I always say this for the girls that I'm able, have been able to hook up with, you know, have been way hotter than any girl that i'm able to afford sure do you know what i mean sure. like everyone's like oh it costs more to date like are you out of your mind that's yeah. not true at all sure i that's agree the stupidest thing i've ever heard i totally agree um so no i don't do it anymore i don't do it i mean i'm boring now i'm a, you know i fucked up my car today that was well, a bad hit what happened messed up. with the 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 uh, tampon yeah, that's crazy. I'm sorry. That's why I didn't want to tell you. No, I, 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 I'm great. I'm, listen, I'm not, you know, I'm an open book, guys. I don't, I'm, there's <laughs> nothing that, that I don't want to talk about. I mean, but it was, you really, like, that, I haven't thought about the nasty <laughs> girls that I've, I mean, we've all, we've all fucked chicks that we should not have fucked. And, like, yeah. <laughs> Aaron's, Aaron's shaking his over here. You never? <laughs> Tom, what's the worst one night stand you've had? Yeah, Tom. We've never talked um, about this. Tom fucked a koala bear once. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. 
Yeah, I don't. I, I it was back in college, and and uh, this is why uh, I know it's yeah. going to be bad because the way Tom tells the story, <laughs> why we're all comedians are like, oh, then this happened. You tell it like it's the beginning of like a confession, like a court confession. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. I, I I was in this girl's room, and she had just the worst like pop off vodka. If you remember that, oh, I remember pop off. Yeah, yeah like pop off. It's like seven dollars for a huge bottle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, we were it was supposed to be a party with you know uh, screwdrivers and whatever, and there was no orange juice, just pop off vodka, and we had those you know those plastic college cups, you know that yeah. have the name of the. I just remember seeing the bottom of the college cup, and then waking up the next day with like horrific alcohol poisoning, and then trying to figure out what had happened. <laughs> which was this girl like did this to me and were like gave me this alcohol and Wait. then took me to my room and and Wait. screwed me <laughs> Basically, Tom, <laughs> wait, 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 story. Now that Tom, I think about it, this is a really good Tom, story. Tom, <laughs> Tom wait, wait, were you raped? <laughs> you were Tom, raped. is this, were you raped? I think that's what happened. I, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Now, I had to go to the Jesus, hospital. you're one of, oh my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why am I laughing? Tom, yeah, is I, this, no, from the alcohol Tom, poisoning. From Tom, the are you okay? Poisoning. Yeah, Tommy, you got I mean, raped. Now I am, I guess. I've recovered. Now I am, I guess. He goes, he goes, now I am, I guess. Did we just, did we just end on a story about our producer getting raped? <laughs> Thompson, you don't remember, you drank, you finished the alcohol, and then you, do you think she drugged it? I, I, I just remember the last thought I had, the Wait. last memory was just the bottom of this cup and then people said oh yeah she was like dragging you to your room and then she came out like an hour later <laughs> yeah I, I i i so i woke up and, and this is the this is the good thing i had i woke up like with no clothes on but with a condom on which is good i guess oh right? at least she that's protected you yeah like that's... yeah so that was nice was it your condom <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, come on, we have to end it. That's the greatest, the, the greatest thing. Wait, I want to just ask who was the girl? Um, I, 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 I don't. I mean, she was a, just a girl in the dorm. You know, <laughs> is what it it was, and she, <laughs> she never really talked to me after that. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Mar Marielle has been here the entire time, and she's le she's dying. This feels bad. <laughs> no, he's fine. You're fine. You're fine, right, Tom? <laughs> Marielle, are you laughing at Tom's rape? <laughs> no, she feels terrible. I was expecting that story. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, all right, so well, you, you definitely—it like wasn't that you blacked out drunk. You just—you you think it was spiked? It had I, don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, it was 1987. So that doesn't make it go. right. Tom, Tom, are you sure it wasn't? <laughs> yeah, it was 1987. <laughs> it was a wild year oh then. Oh my god! <laughs> He's like, That's yeah, I'm sorry, I man. I don't know why really, I laughed really so hard. It was well, it's because it was pretty funny, but it was 1987, man. Die Hard just came <laughs> yeah, out. You know, it was, a, it was a tough. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to laugh. I'm, I really, I'm glad you're okay. No, it's good. I'm, it's all, I'm all healed up. Yeah, Marielle just said that was a girl who would not be laughing. Oh, of course. No, no, it's, yeah, it's, no. Not that, it's not because he got taken advantage. It's because of how he brought it up, <laughs> matter of factly. Yeah, but he brought it up, man. Eh, yeah, yeah, he brought it up. And also, let's face it, rape's not funny unless it's a guy, and then it's kind of funny. Yeah, of course. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> if it's a guy, maybe not getting raped by another guy, but if it's a woman raping a guy, I mean, it's a little, it's a little, I mean, imagine Adele raping Woody Allen. It would be funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it would be funny. Uh, no, but Tom, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. Oh, Tom, thank you uh, for Tom, telling us that. Tom, do you need anything? Do we, should we, should any of our listeners like reach out to you or in any survivor networks? <laughs> oh, you want to hear, you want to hear something really funny, really quick? <laughs> what? I, I did Sunnyvale. I did uh, Rooster Teeth Feathers this weekend. Yeah. And yeah. I, tell a, I tell a joke about how 
I eat a whole box of cookies or whatever, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. And some woman, she hands, she goes, I have a note for you. She hands me a note and she goes, I liked your skit about the cookies, but I think this web, <laughs> I think this website can help you. And it was like overeaters. <laughs> oh my God. Foodaddicts.com. <laughs> well, Sean, I saw a picture of you on Facebook. Are you skateboarding? No, that's no, just well, how he dresses. I'm a skateboard, but yeah, I'm not not for real. But I'm gonna putz around on it. I used to skateboard when I was younger. Do you have oh, Do you have health insurance though? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay, well then, yeah, skate, yeah, he, all, skate away then. He, he, he married a woman with her shit together. <laughs> uh, all right, well, guys, Josh, you did a great job. I love the stories, thank Aaron. You. Yeah, thank you so much, I've, Sean. Guys, that was a funny. And Tom, I'm I'm just so sorry for everything that's that's happened. <laughs> shit, I mean, I mean. Long. Oh wait, listen. Is there a live read for anything, Saint Germain? Right. Oh, I don't think so. We got Tom. You put the one that we fucked up last time in right from the sheets yeah, yeah yeah okay so we already put that one in we got no other can i plug uh, yes of course yeah, 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 uh we'll be uh the goddamn comedy jam is going on an east coast tour in november uh the one date that i, I did the up, show it's amazing by do the way. you and you i want you back on it immediately i would love for you to do it donnelly uh it's we're gonna we're gonna be doing it by coastal a lot it's gonna be on the road a lot which is very exciting yeah. the one that i really want to promote is uh november 13th uh we'll be uh doing gramercy in new york city nice. so i know you got some new york listeners uh it's yeah, gonna be big, awesome dude big j burr are definitely on right now and then i mean we're cool. hoping to get you know schumer and we're just gonna load it the fuck up. That's man. awesome, and, dude. Uh, we'll be in, uh, we'll be in. Fuck, I wish I had the list in front of me, but we're gonna be at the Black Cat in Washington D.C. I've we'll, done that venue. It best, was packed, four hundred people. I killed it. I don't remember it because I was fucked up. It was. Actually, I love that story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you talk about oh, it. Yeah, yeah, I listen to the podcast. So you talk about that. We'll be doing the Black Cat. We'll be doing the Boston Comedy Festival. We'll be doing uh, Philadelphia. All the venues are on my website at uh, com, or mm. just just Google uh, the goddamn Comedy Jam. And do you have a Twitter for the goddamn Comedy Jam? Yeah, it's uh, at the GD Comedy Jam. There's a lot of big stuff that are going to be happening with it. I'm so, I'm so excited, man, because I, I, I fucking love to see, like, like how nervous Dan was before you went up. I was nervous. And then you fucking annihilated thank that meatloaf song. That was song. very nice. And I was so upset that I we... think on my high on my pitch was a little off, but thank you. No, I no, think... no, no, no. But what's good is that you, you just committed. <laughs> and and it's really it's 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 just, you know, we won the we won a best of LA weekly award uh today and there's just a lot of awesome. cool stuff. Congratulations. Thank dude. you very so, much. Um and Tom, what do you have this weekend? Uh no, nothing this weekend. Thank God. All right. Oh man. All right. And Sean, Tom's just gonna don't drink any weird liquids, Tom. Yeah, stay away no. from the fucking. Uh, the I will bro. be at. I'll be in. Sar I'll be at Comedy Works in Saratoga, and then Comedy Works in Albany Friday and Saturday. That's and awesome. Then, yeah, and then uh, yeah, it's all right. And then um, and that's it for this week. And then next week I'll be in Rochester. Uh, I'll just be in L.A. this weekend doing stuff. I mean, next weekend I'm gonna be at the Santa Barbara Comedy Festival, and I'll be in Vancouver winter in October. But I'm. Just L.A. and uh, yeah, you know, and I got some, I got some stuff in the works, man. Uh, but no, yeah, just check out me. I'll, I'll be around. I have, a, I have a website. I have shows. Talk to you, talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Aaron, anything you want to promote? No, Aaron just uh, he wants to quit. Uh, guys, <laughs> thank you so much. And once again, Survivors <laughs> Networks, please reach out to Tom uh, because that was uh, that was that, that was tough for all of us. All right, have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our hosts performing live this week. Dan St. Germain is performing in and around Los Angeles for more show days and times and locations because he's everywhere. Go to danstgermain.net and check out his schedule. Sean Donnelly is going to be in upstate New York this weekend. He'll be at the Comedy Works in Saratoga Springs on Friday the 2nd of October and on Saturday the 3rd of October he will be at the Comedy Works in Albany for more information on his upcoming shows go to SeanDonnellyComedy.com and check out his shows you can follow me on Twitter Thomas Attila Lewis that's me 
I'm at TomDog on Twitter. Also, many thanks to everybody who has been rating and reviewing our podcast. It really helps out. Go to iTunes or Stitcher, click on those stars and and say a sentence or two. And uh, we have our own uh, fundraising page. If you go to our Tumblr page, it links to a secure PayPal page. So go just do a Google search for My Dumb Friends Tumblr. T-U-M-B-L-R and you'll find our Tumblr page and right there is a safe and secure donation button. So we would really appreciate it. It it helps us out coordinating everything between our locations as well as when we're all going to be together recording a whole bunch of episodes this coming holiday season. Thanks again. For other cool comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Yes, we're a part of the All Things Comedy Network. We're one of many great comedy podcasts. That's allthingscomedy.com. Lift me up. Lift me up. Lift me up. Our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. <laughs>